15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Lock Talk Radio. The minds of the people. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, this thing here, really, really, what I'm going with is angle that I'm going with on this particular broadcast. The dream of Dr. King. Was that a particular dream? And I got the parts of the speech, six minutes. Now I'll play that right out the subway into this here. I'll talk about a little bit monologue. And I'll play a little bit of the I Have a Dream, some segments of it, like six minutes. But that dream, that speech that Dr. King made, did majority of, I mean, even today, we can somewhat use that up today, um, to black people, so-called black people. Now, I'm using this term black. Uh, I know everybody don't go with that, but that's another whole story. But but did everybody, uh, was that the dream amongst all black people at that time? And even today, even today, because we know that and we see that all black people, so-called black people, don't agree upon the same thing or uh, do all black people, remember I asked that question, do all black people want the same particular thing, right? As far as we're talking about freedom, justice, and equality, and things of that nature, like the Alam Elijah Muhammad said, because some black people may say, hey, man, I don't see no racism. I don't see no bigotry. I don't see any discrimination that y'all talk about today. Some people like, man, the white man trying to hold us down, but we can't do nothing because the AKA white man, the AKA European, AKA Esau, you know, he's doing this. Some people don't see it that way. So even as a lot of us here today and in, 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 as so-called black people in America, and we talk about unifying. So it's like, on what grounds are we uniting on? Because everybody, all of us, or some of us want different things. We're not all, you know, wanting the same thing. And and we don't look at some of us, we don't even look at each other as the same people. Y'all know that, right? You know, some of us, we don't look at each other the same. This Nick Bro ass shit ain't that Nick Bro ain't got nothing to do with me. These black ass niggas ain't the same as them. Excuse my French, but y'all know these niggas ain't the same as me. <laughs> you know, the whole part about well, there's a difference between niggas and black folks. And I got to use these terms, y'all, for you know for conversation that's the difference between niggas and black folk so i don't know so there's there's big differences so the dream that dr king had and tomorrow we know that we'll be going into the holiday celebrating or commemorating the birthday of dr martin luther king jr as on last wednesday um it was the the would have been another birthday for the late great general Dr. Khalid Abdul Muhammad, man, January the 12th, and also was my birthday. Y'all know that for years I never knew that until last year, I think I found out that there was me and Khalid, Brother Khalid Abdul Muhammad, we shared the same birthday. No wonder, no wonder. That's all I'm gonna say. No wonder, man. No, um, but yeah, so it was his brother. I mean, it was, it would have been his birthday as well. Uh, a lot of great leaders, man, but came in. January now, according to some things they say, y'all, um, Capricorns, uh, as they say, natural born leaders. Now, I'm just what they say. I'm not trying to throw nothing out there that kind of say I am too, but I'm just doing it out there what they say. But uh, anyway, brothers and sisters, but yeah, so today, man, um, so even with the dream of Dr. King about walking, you know, being joining hands with little white girls and little white boys, you know, so that all black people. Uh, have that same sentiment that they 
want those type of ideas because we do know now, according to the Nation of Islam and you know Malcolm at that particular time, uh, kind of opposed a lot of things from Dr. King and, and not just Dr. King, but he was the lead of that movement called the Civil Rights Movement. So they opposed a lot of things from that because the nation was looked at as segregationist. They wanted separation. So we know from there that just those that movement then agree with the I have a dream. And I just want to play this right fast. And we want to get into this type of conversation. Just let's hear from Dr. Mahler the King a little bit, six minutes, man. To I have a dream speech, one of the famous speeches of all times, according to some. And, you know, I, I went around then, y'all, but here we go. I have the pleasure to present to you Dr. Martin Luther King, J.R. I want to play this so we can get some of the content a little bit from Dr. King. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. One hundred years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners Will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream that one day, even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. My four little children 
will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. say the famous i have a dream speech by the late great dr martin luther king jr and we know a lot of people man didn't like dr king (laughs) 
you know, um, let me get ready to open my brother's mics up in here. And, you know, even myself, uh, as I started getting into a lot of information, um, coming and learning about, I guess, black nationalism or uh, the black power movement, I listened to several people and several things. And I was actually influenced and I will say influenced. Uh, not knowing too much about Dr. King and what he really stood for. And even though, you know, they, but other than what they taught us in school. And like I said, I was influenced to somewhat dislike Dr. King myself. Why? Because, you know, we get from a lot of black power or a lot of people that say, you know, black, say that claims black power, that Dr. King was a sellout. He sold us out and this and that. And, and so, yeah, that's why I say I was somewhat influenced myself to dislike Dr. King. But as I went to the 50th anniversary of the assassination of Dr. King, I went to listen to speeches, listen to some history and things. And I have the book here that I bought from Dr. King that he wrote, Where Do We Go From Here? From Chaos to Community. And it was other things. I've listened to some other speeches besides the mountaintop. I have a dream. I learned some other things about Dr. King and I somewhat gained um, some respect for Dr. King than from what I had at first. Um, but we know, like I said, that, you know, about the integration and all of this, but just those are certain things that I gained respect for Dr. King and not that, that, that dislike that I once had under that so-called black power, black nationalist theology and mindset. But, uh, yeah, I got my brothers in the house tonight, man. Everybody's mic is open. Um, yes, sir, Chief, your mic is. Your, your, your mic is open, too, brothers. So, yes, sir, brother, just, I mean, it's, it's, so throw it out one more time. So it was a dream of Dr. Martin Luther King dream for all black Americans. I got to edit it right there. But, yes, sir, go ahead, brother. Shalom, shalom. Yes, sir. How shalom. everybody doing tonight, man? Yes, sir. Doing everybody good, brother. Is, is the rabbi is is the rabbi all, is the is the coast clear for the rabbi tonight? Yes, sir. I okay. think it's clear. You might can come out the bushes. Okay. Okay. Well, well, I say shalom, shalom to uh, Blonde Talk Radio. Like to get shout outs to Liberation Tabernacle Ministry. And we're gonna talk to you as well too, brother. And uh I I I have to say uh uh give a shout outs to my beautiful uh brother minister in this truth, Moray Ari Israel. Uh I like to you know it's, it's a pleasure, it's always it is always good. To be, you know, us being back together, you know, and this truth together, teaching this truth. And I would like to give shouts to uh, 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 Live Vibes Radio, uh, Cost Freedom Radio, uh, Liberation Chapter Ministry of Y'all. I would like to um, um, give us, and uh, I, I would like to say thank you for everybody to listen in every week. And uh, they uh, uploaded something uh, yesterday or Shabbat. You know, I think we both did something yesterday. I loaded something up and I talked about um, about the real leader stepping in the front. 
and some of y'all might have heard it. But <laughs> uh, y'all listen to it, you know. And I'm glad y'all's in the building and me teaching. You know, because it it was like I said, we don't know. Uh, 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 as I said yesterday, and some of y'all listen, a lot of our leaders are like pimp out here. <laughs> Man, y'all nothing I said. And I said that yesterday. Yes, sir. And that's your body. Because uh, we do have a lot of more state-looking, uh, Don Juan-looking brothers that are out here teaching, and they 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 pimping in the name of country. Mm. And then some of them pimping in the name of Hebrew. A lot of them are pimping in the name of Islam, too. So we got to I, – I had to tell you that yesterday. So, so – uh, uh, okay, so I'm gonna go to a uh, scripture. Uh, <clears throat> Jeremiah uh, 23 and 1 it says, Woe be unto the prophets who destroy uh, uh, and scatter the sheep of my pastor, said Bible 9. It says, uh, I'd like to go to Jeremiah 23 and 25, and I'm gonna start there. I'm gonna uh, go to it says, and and says, and I am the Adonai, Yah, at hand, saith Adonai, and not Yah far. Can any hide himself in secret places that I should not see him? Save the uh, Adonai. Do not I feel heaven and earth? Save the Adonai. I have heard what the prophet said that prophesied lies in my name. Said, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies in my name? Uh, this is, uh, how long shall this be in the heart of the prophets? that prophesy lies. Yeah, they are prophets of, of the deceit of their own heart. And says, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor as their fathers have forgotten my name for bad. So, um, there's something I want to you know, put there, you know, Jeremiah was a prophet who who taught uh, against, who taught against, you know, a lot of the, 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 the visionary prophets that we hear, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, I, my family is uh my family on my grand on my mom's dad's side. Now you all know I'm in VA, but my uh grandfather came here in nineteen forty through the US Navy where he was a steward in the Navy. Now back in the day he he you know, stewards were black men who were 
they can only cook and clean and, you know, um, be chefs and only could be barbers in the military. That was the only job they allowed black men to do back in those days. Now, the reason why I say that about my grandfather. Now, my grandfather was from Alabama. He, he was from a place called Lowndes County, Alabama. Now, he would claim Montgomery because I'm related to mostly everybody in Alabama. And this is no lie, you know. So when we're looking at, for me saying this, yes, my grandparents were a part of my, on my mom's dad's side, his, all his, my cousins that are in Alabama were part of the civil rights movement. They were there when they got water, you know, sprayed on them and beat up by the dogs and, you know, when Rosa Parks and Claudette Colvin was trying to fight to sit on the front of the bus. You know, I have family who can uh, attest to being there with John Lewis, who <clears throat> I don't have no respect for, but I'm pretty sure he's in my family tree probably somewhere, uh, who he claimed he fought for the rights for black people to vote. So to say all of that, you know, when I say this, and I respect all the great line and divine as a so-called black American, I respect, I respect all of the Martin Luther Kings, the John Lewis, the Dick Gregory's, all that, and the John Lewis's and all that, the Elijah Cummings and all them people. But I grew up to oppose that shit. When I got older, and and don't get me wrong, Martin Luther King, I, I will say, the old Martin Luther King won't shit. I hate shit like that, but all that old shit that one day and, you know, fighting for, you know, for black men and the white folks to live together and shit. I'm going to tell you something. Martin Luther King, he regretted a lot of that shit he, 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 he spoke of in those lectures. Mm-mm. A lot of black people don't know. You know, Dave. matter of fact. Bring it out, Dave. And, 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 you know, my family being from Alabama, this is well-known facts. Now, my partner over here, my brother minister that's in the, the troop with me, he got tested it. He's, he's in Memphis where Martin Luther King got killed at, right? He got tested. Martin Luther King, before he died, he had a change of heart. And that's the Martin Luther King that I like is the one where he fought for the rights for black men who work sanitation to be able to get paid better. You know, because a lot of, because when it came time before 
him with all his I have a dream stuff. He didn't know. He was, matter of fact, look at his name, Martin Luther. Look now, I'm saying we can look that up and I can bring that up. Uh, he going to his name. His real name ain't Martin Luther King. His real, look, his real name, Martin Luther, he got that from a white man who was a cult leader. Okay? Who had, and I will uh, go into that a uh, little later on down the show as we get into this. But we ain't gonna, we gonna look past that for a minute and talk about the Martin Luther King that we need to talk about. That him, he fought for black garbage men and black men who work for the city, the sanitation, the city do some hard work. Black men, especially, I see some of these black men, you know, picking the, the old city, just the old school city work, you know, fixing stuff, you know, cutting the grass, picking up trash in the middle of the yard, you know, picking up the garbage and, and sorting through it and stuff. That's a hard job. Pick up people's garbage can, putting them on the back of the truck. You know, this was back in the day. These black men, black folks, they needed more money for that. They needed this. Yeah, That's hard work. So Martin Luther King, he fought for the black sanitation to people that work in the city, such black men to get more money. That's the Martin Luther King that we honor on culture freedom at, at Liberation Tabernacle Ministry of Yahweh. This is that's the Martin Luther King that we honor. But all that goddamn one day my mama and my sister can hold hands with a white boy and a uh, gay dude and a lesbian, hell no. That's the Martin Luther King that, that hell no. You know, I, hell no. I'm going to tell you something. And something that, you know, I'm going to shoot this as an alleyway. But have you noticed that Martin Luther King only got one grandchild, right? That's right. His daughters, Alberta King and some of the other uh, Martin King, the uh, the the son son that be up there all the time with Al Sharpton and shit. All of them is is they claim gay, you know, and and they they am a llama. So when Martin Luther King, the old school Martin Luther King, was uh, uh, pushing for this holding hands and, you know, and all this, he realized at the end that that was fucking black people up. Especially in the Woodstock days and Woodstock in New York and all that shit. You see all these, the, 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 some of the, 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 the mental illness that was instilled into this integration you see, the, the the we start going to school white folk. We start seeing black folk getting more stoned and on heroin, you know. And we see another person, Marsha P. Johnson. 
who is a transgender black man, which this LGBT movement is always dubbing the gay Martin Luther King. You know, we we gotta we got we we gotta we gotta look at some of the shit that has been has been turned around with what Martin Luther King first started talking about. Because because when we're looking at Black Lives Matter, which was started by a bunch of damn lesbians, this is what you call they a uh, black lesbianism, which they push off of the civil rights movement, which King first pushed. Hey, you know, and this is something that we have to talk about because they have started to say shit like, "Oh, Martin Luther King had a gay lover." Damn. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard something that said Malcolm X. Had a gay lover, and they said Malcolm X and Martin Luther King uh, both had gay lovers. So we see how the when they start to make Martin Luther King, when Martin Luther King starts back off this dream, we see all of a sudden we gotta before they they killed him, and cause they knew that he had a change of heart. He saw what they was doing. So that's why they had to, you know, start saying, oh, he was gay. They start pushing all these different agendas and pushing his name, the family's name, because they saw that he started to change. He started to change. And that's why we got the, the Malu King that changed. We have to keep that image alive. As Black Americans, but that old Martin Luther King image is is something Martin Luther King ain't want want to be pushed because he saw the the evil. He saw how that fucked up integration was, hmm. and that's all I'm gonna say for right now. Yes, sir. And then, like I said, brother, and then he tell uh, Heather Belafonte, I can't even pronounce the damn name right, that he said he, he feared that he integrated his people into a house that's burning as well. Um, and like you're saying, brother, and, that, and and I'm glad you mentioned that, Chief, because that's the Dr. King that I really looked at and I started, like I said, respected when I said I respect him. Because, again, that Dr. King, who who will start to have an awakening, as you was mentioning, Chief, they start to have an awakening. And and that's the moment that they didn't like and they want they, they proceed to kill him uh, because, like he said, n- number one, he started dealing with uh, like the, the, poor, the poor people campaign and things of this nature. But even with that, like I said, when you listen to that, I have um, to the mountaintop speech, you know, when, even when he was saying about we, we heard that I have a dream, which we know that that speech was actually written by what was his name? Baden Rustin. Right. Who was a homosexual. And that speech was actually written by him. That was not the words, actual written words of Dr. King. So it didn't come from his heart. It was his speech writer. So anyway, so. And we know the NAACP, who was started by what? So-called Jews, 
Yeah, European Jews. Put that, I got to make sure I say that. European Jews started the NAACP. I know they tell y'all about W.B. Du Bois and uh, our good sister Ida B. Wells and all of that stuff. Put the black face on it. Put the black face on it, y'all, to make it more acceptable among so-called black people. But we learned the history of it. But anyway, so this whole thing with, with Dr. King, again, that, uh, that I respect because when he came, that I have a dream, I mean, that mountaintop speech that he made his last speech here in Memphis, where he, that like I said, that uh, I have a dream, like I said, holding hand with little white boys and little white girls and this, that, and another. And I'm going to go back into that a little bit in a minute. But what we talked about when he was here, I have a dream. I mean, at mountaintop, he was saying, Take your black money out of these white banks and put it in black banks. This is the speech that he made, his last speech he made here in Memphis, Tennessee. Listen to that mountaintop speech. And he was telling you, take your resources away from the, if they don't, if they don't listen here, if they're not going to deal fairly with, if they're not going to deal fairly with you, take your money, take your resources. There's black owned banks, which we've seen at those times, black owned banks. Right. There was one here in Memphis. I think they're gone now. I think they they might be one. but I've seen one. I thought they all was gone, but I did see one. Now, I think they may be all all the way out of the city now. But there was one. There was a bank called Tri-State Banks that was here in Memphis. Tri-State. And y'all listen to that, that, that speech. He was saying, take your money out of those banks and put it in Tri-State Bank. Stop buying Wonders Bread because they don't want to hire you. Stop supporting Wonders Bread and go to, I forget the name of another company that he said. And he was saying there was a black-owned newspaper here called the Tri-State Defender. Now, their building caught on fire a couple of years ago, and the owners and people like that died. I don't know if those people are still in circulations or not. But they had, even in that day, black newspapers. He would stop, stop buying there's a call in Memphis called the Commercial Appeal. Stop buying that newspaper. Start supporting the tri-state. So he was telling black people in Memphis, hey, listen here, support your own. He wasn't still pushing that support the white folk. They don't, they love you. This, that, you know, support them. He's like, no, support your own. Well, we talk about supporting black business. This is what he was pushing on his last days here on this planet. This is what he was speaking. His last speech. This is what he was pushing. But to get back to some topics now, the thing that he was talking about about America and that whole "I have a dream" speech, um, portions of it, he was saying that America, he would love to see the day that America will live up to the tenets that their so-called forefathers written that all men were created equal. Because this is what they written. This is what they wrote. Now, again, what they acknowledging, and we know kind of they didn't, <laughs> but this is throwing on there because this is what they wrote. All men are created equal. So we have to ask the question, were black, so-called black people looked at as uh, men and women? Now we know now because now there's a difference. Now some people, some, some people like say, "Hell no, they didn't." Sunray, you know better than that. They didn't look at it as equal. Well, I can't truly say that all the way because now you had down in the South maybe because that's where slavery was really uh, operating at in the South. But in the North, 
you had what like so-called freedom now and there was a different perspective now i'm not saying there was no racism in this in the north but it was different the sentiments and the and the way they operated was different than the south now you know down when in the south down right they probably didn't look at you as equal or look at you as a man or a woman because you was looked at as property if you were uh subjugated to being what they call a slave or being in chattel slavery so you know they looked at you as property so that's why i say i can't truly say that all the way i agree with it because if you was in another part they and where, where slavery was not legal we can't say that because the constitution of the united states was all over wasn't it so but anyway uh so that's what he was saying he just you know some parts of that he just what he wanted to see that day where you know it, it will be looked at they will live up to the tenets of what they're saying and just like the, today even today we're living in what 2022 now uh there are some things that that we would say that we would love to see that be implemented on what what the united states states are saying even to this day you know uh we have the right to uh what is it uh the, the liberty and pursuit of happiness and all of this type of stuff and we know that there's a lot of stuff that you know there's still no pursuit of happiness there's still some things that we have to go through like brother alpha male and peace my good brother alpha male is in the house he was speak, making a, a, a excellent statement on last week when he talked about the voting right act well shit if they really wanted to give you the right to vote why is it why is there an expiration date on the voters right that right why is it that okay if they really feel the necessity to have you to vote they wouldn't put a limitation on it they wouldn't have an expiration date on it and then every so many years they got to resign it and extend it. it it wouldn't be that it would just just be hey now you can vote and they, they would get just rid of that and like hey man you got a right to vote forget all that goddamn limitation stuff if they really wanted you to vote, it could be at the time that they could like, you know what? We sick of y'all, Nick Rose. We don't need y'all goddamn vote no more. We don't found the way how to steal your goddamn vote without y'all vote. Fuck it. We don't need y'all no more. Yeah. This we're gonna suspend all of that shit. No, you can't vote no more. So, you know, they don't have to extend the voters' right act anymore. You know, so if they really looked at that as being a quite but to get back to this part that um we know even with the so-called, you know, with Dr. King, which is what was with the civil rights movement. And at that time, and then you had the black nationalists, right? You had the diff, the black nationalists. And even with the question today, and I'm at, we are asking, and basically like, do all black people have a want the same thing or look for the same goals or trying to achieve the same thing here in America? Even with the black nationalist movement, there were different um, segments of the black nationalist movement. All black nationalists, so-called black nationalists, black nationalists didn't want to achieve the same goals. Well, they went by things in the same way. They weren't looking for the same achievements with black nationalism because you had uh, even though we, we hear this word black nationalist, I'm a black nationalist. Well, you damn near have to add. It's just like 
like politics, the other parts of politics again, you have where you have the Republicans and the Democrats. And then under that, you know, you have different segments of that, those particular parties. Uh, well, like I said, just say on the Democratic side, you have the, uh, what they say, you might be a progressive like Obama. You might be a liberal. You might be a, a leftist. You might be a, a, a super goddamn leftist, you know. But anyway, so those things, even with the black nationalists, you have the reformist party or the reformist nationalists, and then you have the revolutionist nationalists. And they had things that they had wanted to achieve. Now, let me just read you some, some little pieces here. Um, there was one here, a pamphlet that I have called What is Black Nationalism and Pan Africanism? Get it right, y'all. The comparisons and similarities and differences. Now, we talk about the reformist nationalism. It says, This is based on the view that freedom of, for Black people is possible by leaving the basics, basic economic and political system as it is, by either staying within it or leaving it. Proposals by nationalists of this type include the following a separate Black state in the South. Now, I think that's kind of like what Elijah Muhammad was saying when he was saying that. Uh, maybe he fall under this as a reformist nationalist because he was saying we need a piece of this land for ourselves. And he was saying that they need to give us a couple of states to ourselves and this. That y'all, A lot of y'all know about what Elijah Muhammad was proposing. Right. And this thing did say the proposal from uh, from nationalists. Let me keep going. But it says that a separate black state in the South. Now, um, black political and economic control of cities and black communities large and influential businesses which serve the interests of the masses of black people and even mass immigration back to Africa. We know we have that as well. Um, these nationalists wrongfully assume that the United States ruling class would grant these proposals or would allow them to develop without being dominated. Other nationalists believing in self-cultivation is the solution. Having retreated uh, into health food, astrology, or prayers. This type of nationalism is a withdrawal from struggle and confrontation within imperialism. Those who hold this view should be won over to support the struggle of black liberation and to get involved in it. I'm just going to read a little short segment because it's just the other one is kind of long to give you about uh, revolutionary nationalism. Because we always hear about, I'm a revolutionary. I'm a revolutionary, right? Let me make sure that I get the, because this was kind of long. Let me see, can I find a short part that I can really give you the definition? Because I didn't highlight none of this. Um, a revolutionary, because most of us say, I'm a revolutionary. Are you a revolutionary? So let's get to understanding. Is it the type of black nationalism maintained that this, the uh, solution to the oppression of black people would come only through the struggle to defeat uh, a monopoly capitalism, capitalism in the United States? Defending U.S. imperialism at home is viewed as the most significant contribution to black people in the United States can make the African liberation struggle. Revolutionary nationalists view the interests of the ruling class as diametrically opposed to the interests of black people. 
Thus, while revolutionaries do fight for reform to solve the immediate need for the masses of black people, community control of schools, daycare centers at the end to discrimination hiring and college administration, etc. They recognize that these struggles must be uh, qualified, trans, transform to the struggle to defeat imperialism if Black people are to gain their freedom. What makes this revolutionary is that it aim at the source which causes exploitation, repression of everyone in the society. I'm just going to stop. Let me see. Let me make sure. Uh, one second, one second. I'm just read this one. I'm gonna stop. Revolutionary nationalism is a positive position for Black people that emphasizes struggle and relies on the masses of people, as opposed to a great leader for decisionary action. Um, the majority problem with revolutionary nationalism is that it has not developed a model of rebuilding all of United States society, though it has successfully focused on destroying existing relations of uh, domination and control over blacks. I had, let me, it says I, let me see, make sure y'all got this messed up. Okay. I guess I stopped right there. But it's just a little part right here, man. This is a pamphlet that I have, man, about what is black nationalism, pan-Africanism, con- uh, comparative similarities and different. This is a great one. Uh, I have Brother Malcolm on the front of it, but this is a black national uh, and, and pan Africanism toward the paradigm of unity of Afro American study. But even with that, we, we, we see in black nationalism, there is no um, singular, 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 singular viewpoint on how that we were supposed to achieve freedom here in America, even with that, besides the civil rights movement. So we look at this thing as all so-called black people in America. We know that we said we say that we are oppressed under the European control, or as they say, white power here in America, white power struggle here in America, structure here in America. That was no specific way or one way of thinking that how we would we would go by destroying this system which we call white supremacy here in america so it's like even even today you know we we can see and black people say well we're not all the same we don't all want the same hell when have we ever even if you go to the continent of africa shit they never was all on on one accord even in africa when you look at an ancient time, they were never all on one accord. So we we would to even think that we would be on one accord today is 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 I, I would say would be asinine. It just it's just that's not the case because hell it never when have it ever been? That's what I, that's the question I would ask the goddamn I would actually have to ask when has it ever been? Because we say we need to unify, unify. Okay, on what principles are we going to unify? And when you ask this thing about unity, you know what most people always bring up? Well, we know we can't unite on, on religion. That's the only thing they will bring on. We know we can't unite on religion. And that would be basically the, the number one thing people would say. Well, who the hell asking us to unite on religion? Who's asking us to unite on religion? That's all that's that's all we have to say that well we can't unite on what what else can we unite on? What about politics? And number one, here's something else. We if you 
people think that you know we talk about politics and and I just just is my just opinion my opinion here because but I'm this is what I see if we ourselves say if we we left America United States like you know what fuck it we're gonna get y'all this island over here y'all get the hell out of here and go and go for yourself go and get the hell out of here and then we start a new nation for ourselves right as I study the Tanakh or let me say the Torah, right? And I read in 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 the, talking about Moshe and the children of Israel when they left out of Egypt, right? There was a a, a a group of people. We say a group at that time, right? Or a people we couldn't say nation right now because they were living under the captivity of another nation. But when they had to leave, when they were leaving out, and they was getting ready to go to a land to establish themselves as a nation. What were they giving? What, what was Moses really giving? Now, most of the people, we say that he was giving laws and things from God. He was he was giving them something to govern themselves. Yes, they were giving commandments and they was giving structure. They was giving ordinances, things to govern themselves as a people. So he was actually setting up as well a political system. A political. It just went all about, well, serving the Most High Yah. It was setting up a, a political system and ordinance to govern themselves, what most people would say a constitution, because now they become a nation. So you're going to need these things because there's other nations out there you, and you probably have to deal with these people. So you need a structure. You need a constitution yourself, laws and bylaws to govern yourselves by. So that's what most things we're reading in the Torah. That's what we're reading about a lot of things, what these they call laws, statutes, and commandments. And those is his statues and things. And what the United States has, they have statues on the books and things of this nature as a government. But anyway, so politics is something that we cannot uh, dodge. We're going to get into it one way or another as a people. Uh, and Dr. King them knew that because even with our good brother, may the peace and blessed be upon his soul, brother Frederick Douglass who was the abolitionist, he knew that he had to get or deal with people in politics. Like at the time that they say about Abraham Lincoln, he had to deal with Lincoln and to get with him to sway him a little bit more about emancipating or not uh, yeah, emancipating our people. Now, you know, even though they said Lincoln didn't agree with abolishing slavery throughout just throughout everywhere, he wanted to keep some in portions of the United States and leave some intact. But he, you know, so do Frederick Douglass, you know, getting involved with political things, you know, and that's how we are so-called emancipated today. We had to deal with people in political positions to be able to achieve these things because why? Slavery was a law of the South. That's why y'all see when even they seceded from the Union, what did they did? They established their own laws and things of this nature. Jim Crow, these are laws of the land and all of this shit that was happening black codes these are laws so we still have to deal with politics whether we like this shit or not we just have to get the right people or something or like i said these politicians and shit gonna sell out like i say man let's be the one who's body ass out that's the thing because they're going to the highest bidder anyway let's put let's put some money behind their ass so to get what we want that's what these businesses do this is how these businesses get what they want that's how they get what they want 
It's just that we don't know the game. We're not playing the game. You know, this is a crooked-ass game, but it's going to be played regardless if we like it or not. But the things why we're not getting the shit that we want is because we don't know the game or how you go to the even body ass out. That's why we get a lot of black politicians get caught up in the rage and shit. They get they sell out for twelve hundred dollars for a business to get something passed. But anyway, so a lot of this shit, man, uh, even though if we might not like a lot of things that our civil rights leaders that done, we have to really look at a lot of things that we're enjoying certain freedoms and certain things that we having today of uh, being able to buy businesses and things we might not have those things okay i'm not going to say we we wouldn't but we might not have those things if some people hadn't went and did certain things that they waited they done now, i don't agree with the whole um integration because we know if we learn that I've, I've learned some things about integration wasn't our goddamn idea uh, I, so, so even with the idea we talked about Dr. King, then with I found it wasn't our idea; it was white folks' idea. Now that's some things I ran across in some of my studies. Maybe y'all will find some find some different in y'all studies. That was an idea because again, we know NAACP again was by who white so called liberal Jews who pushed the shit. And hey. and today we see why they did it because why. We don't have shit. That's the goodest. That's the good thing they did, because we. I'm, I'm gonna shut up for a minute. In a minute, they. I'm gonna shut up one minute. One second. Let me finish this right here. That was a good. That was a. That was a clever move. Say, because if we was hollering that we need to get man, we want y'all to accept us. We want y'all to accept us. We want y'all to accept us. Please, mouse, accept us. You know what? Okay. You know what? We're gonna go ahead and play pretend we're gonna accept them. We're gonna pretend that. But you know what? We're going to pretend that we will accept them at the same time. We're going to take every goddamn thing they got because, see, they are so happy to join in with us and allow us to befriend them at the same time. You're like, okay, we all cool now. We cool. We cool. And we're going to take every goddamn thing they got because right now we're forcing them to go for self. We're forcing them to start their own business get their own hospitals, get their own dry cleaning, get all of this type of things that they're having. We're forcing them through segregation. So now we say we're going to integrate with them. They're not going to see the clever plan. If we say we integrate with them, we're going to end up taking over all of their shit because they're going to like, hey, we okay, you can buy this store. Hey, you can buy this store in our black neighborhood because we want you amongst us. Because see, at first, y'all got y'all stuff over. We had to be over here. Y'all got to be over there. We can't come together. They're not going to see it when we move in to neighborhood to open our store. They're like, okay, hey, we got white boys in our neighborhood now. Now we can go in the store. You know, no problem. We ain't got to go in the back door. They took all of our shit in the name of befriending us. And we didn't see the clever plan. Go ahead, uh, uh, Chief. Go ahead, Shalom. Uh, no, no, no. I wanted to add on to something you said. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear, brother. Okay, okay. I, I'm outside in the, in the car. It's raining outside. So, oh, you know, I, if you hear rain in the background, that's just me and, the, and, and sitting in the car talking to y'all. You playing some Orange Juice so, Jones, ain't it? I saw you walking in the rain. My bad, my bad. So, you know, you talking about walking in the rain. Yes, sir. You were holding hands in that. 
never be the same. Yes, sir. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I get out of here with that, that hush puppy coat wearing cat I saw you with last night. <laughs> you remember that? Yes, Don't sir. touch that coat. <laughs> Don't touch that coat. Don't touch that coat. Don't touch that coat. Anyway, so man, you got me fucked up singing that tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it. So like so we done. Hey, that's what that's what Justice gonna be telling Hillary Clinton. That's what Justice is telling Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh yeah, that's his girlfriend sitting up there with Elijah Cummins and shit. <laughs> she always used to be up there with Elijah Cummins and John Lewis and all them. <laughs> he said, Go ahead, anyway, man, so, uh, <clears throat> so like, uh, <clears throat> I, I, one thing that since you did bring up justice, yep. I'm gonna shoot you alley hoop justice. Al Sharpton, I'm gonna bring up. Uh, uh, I'm gonna bring up something because you know Al Sharpton and uh, 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 was right there with Jesse Jackson. They was all in there together, pimping in the name of civil rights. Let me let me throw something your way with this. Now, earlier when you said, <clears throat> I'm still getting over this cold. Yes, sir. Earlier when you said that we gotta, you know, learn the game of the politicians, right? Now, <clears throat> when it comes time for the politicians, <clears throat> some I'm going here. The black politicians and the black civil rights movement, the scriptures say as in uh, Psalms 133 and 1, <clears throat> Behold, I've been our presence. It is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Now, I'm going to throw you another scripture and I'm going to connect this all together. The scripture says, Proverbs 3 and 31, Envy thou not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. Now, listen. Oh, now you you said we got we we don't know how to talk to some of these politicians and stuff. The reason why some of these black politicians learn to talk to a lot of the white people to get the Jim Crow and all that together because they was all Masons. They was all Freemasons. And another thing. A lot of them were in are in Greek fraternity, like Omega Sci-Fi, which Martin Luther King was a member of, and Kappa Alpha Sign, the AKAs. You see all these politicians, these black politicians, Al Sharpton. They all in what you call these uh, uh, Prince Hall Masons, John G. Jones Masonry. You know. They say that 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 Martin Luther King was a, a Prince Hall Mason. They say Rosa Parks was an Eastern Star. Mm. So 
we want to know how did they learn to talk to these white politicians was because they were all in the same lodges together. <laughs> That's there a good one. That's lodge. a good one. Yeah. But, but let me let me let me let me just let me clarify something what I'm saying though. Let me make it kind of clear. And notice I said not to get in the game, like you said, uh, uh, uh Psalms, uh, what's that? Proverbs says, uh, not do not envy the ways of your oppressor and choose not in his ways. Now, I'm saying that we are not supposed to choose not in his crooked ways, get into politics and be crooked like him. But what I'm saying is, just say, for instance, brother, we was trying to get a radio station, we were trying to buy this land or get a permit to buy this land for Culture Freedom Radio Network, but we're having uh problems getting a permit which we know we're in this land you know how shit go you gotta have permits you gotta have this and that and so but we are having problems getting this permit so we got a crooked ass we know we got this old crooked ass alderman city council member he going to the highest bidder now we know this so we look listen and i know this crooked <laughs> this crooked ways but he's a he's a sellout any goddamn way you know right but we this is what we need though we need this so I'm just saying, why don't we get? Because he gonna go and he might go to the Asians or whoever else gonna go to him. They gonna put some money in his pocket to get to be able to to get this permit pool so they can go ahead and build. So why don't we? Goddamn it! Look, if this if we keep hollering what we need, why don't we get our resources and put some money in his goddamn pocket so we can get these goddamn buildings, these permits that we need. That's what I'm saying. Because he's going anyway. He's a he's, he's crooked anyway. I'm not saying I'm not saying for us to you know. It's like I know there's some people say, "Well, y'all still being crooked." But hell, he doing what we trying to do, get some established. Well, fuck it. That's, that's what he. That's what we need. Because everybody else. Because look, we're gonna keep on sitting by not getting shit. Everybody. That's how these businesses keep thriving and people keep getting shit around us because they're putting money behind people to get what they need. Black people got money. We ain't gonna tell that goddamn lie. We ain't got no money. No, we we ain't got the money they got. Oh, we got some money. There's some goddamn new Jordans come out at three hundred fucking dollars. You can come up with them goddamn Jordans. You can come out with every goddamn thing else you want. But when you need some things that there's some more tangibles, now you act like you ain't got no money. We have money. We just not spending it in the right way. That's all I'm saying is if they're gonna be sellouts, let's buy their ass out to get what we need. Whether it's you know a, a tennis shoe warehouse or whatever, because that's what they're gonna do. That's 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 who they are anyway. We can't stop who they are. But I'm not saying that for us to get into politics and we be crooked as hell. No, we gotta utilize their ass like everybody else. That's the part of the game. I'm saying that some I don't think a lot of us has realized. Now, what you're saying on the other end, I totally agree. It's like the game is fixed. And 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 if you're looking at it at that angle, because you were saying like Al Sharpton, the Dr. King, all of these, either they were Boule members or Freemasons. And all of these have been our leaders of it. So if we even take that, it's like, brother, we we screwed all the fucking, we screwed up all the goddamn way. Because we'll never get out of our situation because these gatekeepers have been handpicked, put in place. So we are never. So it's like no matter what we do and we look at the people who's been the spokesmodels or the spokespeople for us are actually involved in, like I said, the boule or the masonry working, you know, hand in hand with the enemy. So we, we screw. There's nothing but fucking we can do. 
I mean, so we look at it on it because I agree with you on that end. That's, we do have a lot of them. That's a part of it. Jesse Jackson, all of them, you know, all of them had been in the park. Like I said the Rosa Parks and, and like I said, the Rosa Parks, they give kudos to her. And I'm not trying to, you know, talk bad about the dead, but they give kudos to her. And when, when it was a, what the young, what was it? Young sister, dark skin sister. What was she 15 or something that did the city in uh, uh, before Rosa Parks, but they give, you know, what's her name again? Claudette Colvin. Yeah, but they give credence to Sister Rosa Parks as the as the one who did it. Was it cause light skin? Was it cause of her affiliation? Hmm? So yeah. yeah and, Go ahead, brother. And Claudette Colvin, she was dark skinned. A lot of people don't know that's the reason why they really gave her gave, you know. They, that's the real reason why they gave, you know, that's the real reason why they pretty much gave, you know, um, that's the real reason Rosa why Parks. they gave <coughs> Rosa, Rosa Parks her, you know, first because she was light-skinned. Yes, and and, and even, even with the boule. That that's what they look into. Mm. That's what they that's what they they look at too too. If if you ain't if you light skin or if you ain't in the boule or none of them organizations, because you gotta realize these organizations they first started out shit. They they first started out. They first started out as. Look, they first started out as 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 we should say, nothing but damn light skinned women. Cause when cause when you even when you look at Prince Hall, Prince Hall, regardless if Prince Hall brothers and sisters wanna acknowledge it or not, but but Prince Hall was not from the Americas like a lot of these old ass niggas you see that's in these in that organization. Prince Hall was really an immigrant from damn uh, uh, Jamaica. He had shit to do with, he had shit to do with black Americans at first. And matter of fact, the reason why he, <laughs> the reason why he was able to even go in and start his own shit was because he was a, a light-skinned immigrant from another country. You know, and then at that time, you know, when you're looking at even a lot of the Caribbeans, like Marcus Garvey and all of that, a lot of them came over here to start shit like those organizations because, because, because they can't get that shit. They couldn't get that shit popping over there in Jamaica and Africa, you, you know, so when we looking at those brothers and sisters who are part of those who are part of those organizations, these organizations, these Boule, even AKs, a bunch of goddamn mulattoes and shit. All of them. Hell, Prince Howard was a damn mulatto from Jamaica. You know, uh, uh, he wasn't even no black American. 
You know, and that's the real reason why when even when when you look at a lot of black folk, black men who especially in America who are part of those organizations, they they look at your ass. Look, they look at uh, they look at uh, uh, your ass and and my ass like we like we ain't shit. Cause, cause they don't. Cause even in their mind, eat. Cause, cause I'ma tell you something. I've seen brothers around my way who are old black men that have been in that old that Prince Hall and the old Megas and the XHs. They look, they look stuck up at people that ain't a part of that shit. You know, like, if, like even if they from here, like there's a, there's old niggas I know. Well, I talk to hey, brother, how are you doing? And they they won't even talk to your ass unless you in that little them little bougie organization. They won't even help. They won't even help you out. You know, if you on a job and you need help, you know, and you see an older black man, you ain't in that shit. And you know, you know, maybe you got uh, some people on the job that don't like your black ass that try to get you out, you try to look to some of them older brothers. They'll look at you, I ain't going to help him out. You know, but but you find out why. And they, they that's because they, they see, okay, well, you ain't in that Prince Hall stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, you ain't in that AKA. Oh, you ain't in the old methods. Because I'm going to tell you something, I done work jobs where I done seen brothers that do that shit. And I'm looking at these niggas like, God damn, you got a fucking nerd. Like, excuse you, you old nigga. Like, you, you know, that's how you feel. I'm a young brother going to work like you. <laughs> now, I'm pretty sure you were at one point before you joined all that, that, that boozy organization. And, and you can't help me out. Oh, God, I ain't in that bullshit. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, you know, with those organizations, you know, they 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 was built off of off of and by bougie niggas that ain't from here. That's how they was all built. All and especially all that divine ass shit. If you look in that uh, <coughs> uh and I I know we probably ain't shouldn't even but we probably ain't gonna go into this tonight. We all, I go into it because I have it's all the same, you know, people that's in the, the shit is affiliated with politics. Okay. When we looking at the HBCUs, right? And we look at that HBCUs, right? Mm-hmm. Now, most HBCUs, when you looking at it, right? Now, when you looking at the 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 people who go there, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them that go there. Now, like I said, I have family that have went to HBCUs, and I'm I don't I don't I ain't gonna know HBCU, but I have plenty of family who went, and I'm gonna tell you something. Them motherfuckers got like you said, got the money, and they do all this shit. But you ask them if I let's just say if I want to start a salon, let me go ask one of my my uh, cousins or aunts that's in that shit. 
that oh can you loan a brother you know out some money and try to get his business up or can you you know show me the way I can go apply for a business grant? These motherfuckers are uh, uh, look at look look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, if I want to do better, so we can't count on the old the the, the people who have the money, like you were saying. With the money that we got, black folk got money, we can't count on them. Cause like I said, them motherfuckers, like I said, they be in a little bullshit, little puss house, a little HBCU, all that Greek shit, squealing and shit, and throwing up pyramids and shit. And and they and they don't want to help you out. If you ain't in that shit, they they. And trust me, I, I've I've looked at some of them them. Family members that send all that shit way up. Because some of them got the connections. But so I ask, they don't want to call you back. Trust me, they ain't want to even call Some of them, like, hey, 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 Aria, now you know I was homeless at, at you know I was homeless at one point, right? Yeah. I know, I have family. <clears throat> I have family. That's in all that shit. And they run over certain housing authority programs. Wouldn't even tell me nothing about how to get housing when I needed it. Couldn't even tell me nothing. Damn shame. Mm. So that's why I say, oh, because I ain't go to that little HBCU. Oh, because I ain't in that little, uh, little, little organization. You know, you're not an initiate. You're, what is that? You're not an initiate. You're a neophyte. Yeah, I ain't in that shit. And I'm gonna tell you something. They try. They try to get me in all that shit. I'm say no. They try. They try. They try. They try. I told them I ain't doing all that little that that nigga shit. <laughs> all that barking like dogs and shit. You know what, Dave? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, really, they say in Kemet, right? If you can't break the riddle of the Sphinx, you can't uh, prosper in Kemet. It's basically in a nutshell. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> in a nutshell. And, and, I'm like, and, I, and that's, that's what it. they do. Yes, and sir. that's why I try to tell y'all. It's a shame, but a lot of those niggas who got connections and shit, if you ain't in that little dumb shit or don't want to join that little garbage, they ain't going to help you. And trust me, I ain't in it, and they ain't never try to help me. Damn. Shit. Yes, sir. Let me do this one right fast in a couple of seconds, man. Let me jump through now this. now listening in to Culture Freedom Radio Network, the home of raw and uncut conscious talk radio at its Best, yes, Culture Freedom Radio is in the house. Yes, sir. I was station identification. And you know what, Dave? And I'm sitting here and I was listening to your brother, and, and, and it made me think about something. Mm. Talk about the Boulets, the uh, Freemasons, and a lot of these groups. Now, America has a label on it, several labels, but I'm just going to go with this label. The land of opportunity. 
and said is the land of opportunity. And maybe is it that a lot of the so-called black people and for you know of of the back in the days and even today said, well, you know, America claimed to be this land of opportunity, and because you have people who who flock from here from all over the world to come and try to get a hold of this opportunity that America claimed that she gives. So why is it that we as so-called black people cannot participate? We cannot, or we are not allowed to be able to obtain this opportunity that you say is here. You know, because you say anybody come here, y'all can come here. This is the land of immigrants, as, as they claim, right? The same what they claim. Why aren't we able to get some of this opportunity that y'all claim that's out here? And this is where the whole thing about equality, this is my perspective, y'all. This whole thing about equality, we need equality because you, okay, you Asian, the Asian can come here. And take advantage of opportunities that y'all claim. Um, the goddamn Arabs can come here and take advantage of the opportunity that y'all claim. The East Indians, known as AKA Hindus, can come here. Everybody else can come here, but except so called black man and woman. See, even the Puerto Ricans, a port from the Puerto Rico, uh, hell, the uh, Hispanic brothers, the Mamigos, the Mexicans, so called Mexicans, everybody, Hispanic can come here. See, I ain't, I don't know how to speak Spanish. I'm just trying to pretend I know a list some, some <laughs> Espanola. They can come here, take advantage of an opportunity, but God damn it. That so-called black man and woman, when he try, he can't. So, Hey, we need equality. All these goddamn folks can take advantage of an opportunity as y'all claim. Why can't we, we need some equality. That's equal. We want to be equal with all of them. So goddamn, what's up with that? Y'all. So, you know, that's I just be looking at that. So and the thing is, again, so what they've done, they structured groups and organizations such as Boule, Advisors to the King, because number one, again, what was the Boule? It was what? It was to mimic the white Greek fraternities and sororities as one of them is Yale University Skulls and Bones. Notice again, we ain't no goddamn. We said we are Africans. We didn't say we fucking Greeks, but we're mimicking Greeks. We're taking on Greek uh, letters and all of that shit, right? When you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do. Well, I guess when you're in Greece, you do as the fucking Romans, the Greeks do. And, Chief, you and I know exactly from studying the, uh, well, not saying just we study, but as Israelites, we know this thing, a brother, about called the Hellenistic period. Most, most people don't really get into that and know about. And this is what this book, one book that y'all never really told about as Christians, this book called The Apocrypha, because it's not really in a lot of y'all. Well, it's in that 1611 King James Bible, which, you know, I'm not, not a King James fan. And there are some this, uh, the, what was it? The Catholic Bibles have them in there. And there's some Bibles have, them, but the Apocrypha. And there's a book called uh, The Apocrypha, which has in it called the Book of Maccabees. And it talks about the Hellenistic period of the so-called Jews, which a.k.a. Israelites, right? Black, might I say, and the Hellenistic period. And y'all understand with the whole thing about them and some of those um, 
brothers and sisters did the same thing that we're seeing. This is nothing new. What they say, y'all, there's nothing new under the sun. So what we're seeing today with the Greeks of blacks giving in to being Hellenized or really saying taking on Greek culture and, you know, with the names and the Greek culture and the philosophies, this is what the, the, the Israelites done. This is what they done. The same thing. Some of them gave over their their customs, their language, and everything to take on the, the the language, the whole culture of the Greeks of that day. That's why we call the Hellenistic period. Y'all study that one. That's interesting. Even though y'all might see pictures of Europeans, but y'all know that's some. But they have control of the history. But when you study that and you really look at you yourself and you find out who we are, you understand that was us back even then. Like I said, there's nothing new under the sun. So even with these Greek fraternities, the same shit today, brothers and sisters, they did this to be able to assimilate and to be able to what did they say, take advantage of an opportunity. They feel this is the only way they can take advantage of an opportunity is to do what assimilate into society. That's why the whole thing goes again, that when you in Rome, you do as the Romans do. So even when we hear this thing about there was a guy in, in uh, so-called Jewish history called uh, uh, Flavorist Josephus, or some of y'all might see some books out there called Josephus, the books or the works of Josephus. Hell, when the Romans took over uh, Jerusalem or Jerusalem, hell, even him, he uh, uh, bowed down to a king called uh, uh, Flavorist Tit Titus uh, uh, Vespasius. That's it, Titus Vespasius or Vespasius. I forget they whole goddamn name. I'm not Greek. These goddamn all of them look the same. Like they say, all of them look the same, sound the same to me. But Titus Vespasius, he bowed down to the uh, uh, the Flavorist Pisos family. Y'all ever heard of that? That's that's a deep deep subject, but that's not the subject here tonight. Uh, he assimilated to, to, to be able to maneuver like Paul is the Bible. He was able to maneuver in, 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 uh, through that society. So that's a lot of things we see with W.E.B. Du Bois. And notice like uh, the, the rabbi, the chief was talking about earlier, light skin. And, and, and we know the history. We heard the history about W.E.B. Du Bois, how he talked down upon this dark skinned black brother. We're talking about sure enough black brother. Uh, Marcus Mazan Gavi, and we know that uh, 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 W.E.B. Du Bois was a Boule member. Look it up, y'all. They say no shit. We saying and making up on Culture Freedom Radio. And notice what he called that man. They said he called him what a black gorilla, and he did things that was diametrically opposed, as they say, to what Marcus Gavi was doing. So we have these same things today, brothers and sisters, because. Um, it ain't nothing changed, man. And then we have a lot of these groups here today that's doing certain things because they feel, whether it's the boule, the amazing, because they feel this is their way of maneuvering or being accepted into this society to, to do what? Take advantage of the opportunity. This is how they feel that they got to do to take advantage of an opportunity. So they, and, and, and to assimilate in society. And this is what we see. So even with, you know, we're talking about this is why we saying we can't all come together as a people to get shit done because certain this situation, because certain things, people like that, oh, I ain't got to go through that shit, man. I ain't fuck all that black power shit. Y'all talk about marching with guns and shit. We ain't on that shit. All we got to do is just go to school, go to HBCU, get our degree and, and, and play as Greek. 
and they ain't fucking with us on that. See, y'all out here talking about this black power bullshit, man. Time out, fight the white man, all that, man. Look, we cool. He ain't fucking with me because and that's what people might be saying. I'm not saying they saying that, but this is how they might say it. He ain't fucking with us. That's why some people might say, man, I don't see no problem with racism because you you probably don't because he ain't got to work. It's like, <laughs> I got to throw this whole thing in. Going back with people say religion, right? It's like, I remember my brother was te- told me this when I was incarcerated years ago. And and I was starting to get into Islam and start learning things. He was like, man, you know, why are you in here, brother? Uh, are you in jail? This ain't nothing. The biggest test come to when you get out. He says that uh, Shaitan knows what you like, and he's going to come to you with what he to try to tempt you with what he know you like. So, even presenting that is that if you are doing the will of, as they say, Ha Shaitan or the adversary already, he ain't worried about you. He ain't worried about you. But when you're trying to resist that evil force or hell, these just say even the goddamn European, now you're a threat. But long as you're doing this bidding, like we see a lot of our young brothers and sisters out here today, but like we say that the clan ain't got to worry about it. the clan ain't worried about us because now we're killing each other at a high rate more than the goddamn clan probably ever could or ever would do. The clan can go in retirement right now. They don't hung their goddamn robes up in the goddamn closet. They chilling. They chilling right now. They ain't got to do shit right now. Why? Because hell, we're killing each other as more than they ever could do. They don't hung the goddamn crosses up. They don't put them motherfuckers up in the, in the barn. They don't hung up the goddamn white robes. All of this shit. Put the horses out there. They just, you know, they just, they don't ride the horses now until the rodeo time. But anyway, it, it, even they put the goddamn gun, they don't hung them motherfuckers up on the gun racks. They chilling. Because we doing it, we doing it to ourselves now. So like, well, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They doing our bidding for us. And that is what's going on. Hey, so, oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Man, I gotta. Uh, well, well, I I just want to throw something. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Too. Go ahead, huh? Well, we talking about the masonry and all that, the boule stuff too. The last house in masonry is the Knights Templars. Oh, the Burning Cross. What 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 is what is <laughs> the uh, Masonic, the original Masonic uniform had the the Knights Templar Cross. Oh, damn. KKK. You went deep, day. You went deep, day. Go ahead, my brother. My bad, bro. You bringing it out, brother. You bringing it out. Oh, they, they Damn, son. where they get. Yep. yep. <laughs> Look, that's where they get the, uh, uh, the KKK. Get the whole uniform. It was a Masonic uniform. Go look it up now. I don't know too much about masonry, but of blue lots of studying, you know, the basic, you know, the first house or whatever. But I do know when I've studied the the a little bit further into the Masonic uh houses, um, that's something I broke down. Uh, on this, when I when we used to do the Sunday um, lectures, and I broke down about the, uh, the the KKK uniform, how they originally had the star and the crescent, and they used to call their book the Quran. Yes, sir. Sure and how? And I also broke down 
how when you look at the nation of Islam uniform, Uh-oh. they got the upside down uniform, the crescent star is like the original KKK uniform. I I, I looked this up. I'm talking while we talking about the KKK. Uh, some of these black black nation Islam black organizations. That's what they uniform was. The KKK, they had the same uniform as the Strano. Sure, yes, sir. I still got those uh PowerPoint presentations that you did on a uh, talk show. I can't, yeah, we can't think of the name and, of them right you, now, but I got the same PowerPoints. If you if you can replay it on Block Talk, that'll be a good thing. Well, yeah, they can't they tank. can't see it. They will have to go to actually talk shoot to see the, the um I'm, I'm I'm trying to find the name of which one it were. But yeah, you can, they have to go there so they can actually see it on on uh on talk shoot. But he he gonna put it in there for y'all. But I brought that down about the uh Knights Templar and the Red Cross and then the same they had the same uniform as the KKK. You know, that that's <laughs> why <I> said <laughs> And wasn't it the same color, brother, as the so called Santa Claus suit? Yep, yep, Santa Claus. Had the Christmas star in his uniform too. Yeah, it was the same yep. symbol. Yes, sir. Damn, somebody. I hope this noise ain't bad because there's somebody horn outside in the house like it's stuck and shit. That shit is annoying. I hope y'all don't hear it in the microphone. Uh, shit, I, I got the rain. I'm outside in the in the car in the rain. <laughs> so hopefully y'all don't hear that. Nah, I, I don't hear it. Um, good. I don't hear it. It was one of those but, uh, symbolism shows you did, brother. I can't even find it. Which one it was now. Nah. It was one of those symbolism shows you broke down. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's something else I'm going to bring y'all to the table with. If you're looking at the movie Rosewood, looking at the movie Rosewood, right? And some of y'all remember that movie. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, and that's a true story. <laughs> Go ahead, huh? The black, there was a black brother that they had the little, the little thing. He was, I guess, he was trying to act like a, uh, was a, 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 what do you call that kind of mason? The, uh, the one where you actually, where the brothers actually was making stuff and building, uh, and they tried uh, to make uh, a look uh, like that, that's Hollywood way of trying to downplay the secret societies and all of that. Uh-huh. Well. They had the brother, right? The brother had, and when the white, the white guy who had raped that girl in that movie, uh, Rosewood, yes, he had walked up before he raped the, the white girl or whatever in that, the white guy, he walked up to the black guy. He saw a ring, a Masonic ring. And he put, he, I guess he did his little hand signal with the white guy. And he said, are you a traveling man? And the black guy said, yeah. And then he told him, I, he told, the, I guess, the other black mason, he was like, well, you know, you as a black mason can't talk to the white mason. And not knowing that, that's what started the killings in Rosewood was the guy, the 
the Masonic guy, the white Masonic guy, who shook the black Masonic guy's hand. So when we're looking at that, you know, that's what started the killers in Rosewood was the black Masons and the white Masons coming together. So was Rosewood, was Rosewood, was, I guess, in that, a lot of people who watch that movie ain't catch on to that. But that's what started the, 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 the killings of Rosewood. And 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 they they say that a lot of the uh like a lot of the uh wait the Martin Delaney he was a Mason. Um they say that the uh the guy that st- that took in Harriet Tubman to start the uh uh AME church was named uh, uh Absalom Jones. Yes, sir. It was Richard Allen was, too, wasn't he? Richard Allen. They say he was in the masonry too. <clears throat> and they say that uh Harriet Tubman was an Eastern star also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't know if you check peep that out or not, but go look into that. All those guys, Bishop Henry McNeil Turner, all those all those guys, you know, that, that you see that was some of the first founders of those churches and some of those black organizations was right on in it. Yes, so, yeah. And, and, and the thing yeah. that make you start wondering, and maybe, I don't know, maybe did they, um, you will ask, have to ask this question, did they join these to be able to have the opportunity to maneuver to, you know, to be able to maneuver uh, more freely because they were Mason and try to do things, you know, because under the, under that banner of being Masons, is that why they they joined it? Because you know the European actually gave them the power to because he's talking about Prince Hall as you were talking about earlier, who was initiated or, or gave this power from the British Army. And so is that I wonder was that one of the reasons that a lot of these guys at that time joined. To say, well, this is the only way we can be able to maneuver, man, if we join this shit. Because like you said, you might be, um, you know, you couldn't do shit. Even back in the 1800s and whatever, the 1700s, they, they were Masons doing things. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's just, it just funny because, but you still look at it today because they are the gatekeepers, though. And they call the shots for a lot of things to happen. That's why we're not in... Um, certain positions that we should be today. And you look at a lot of these leaders and you look at what they're affiliated with. And I even talk about like some of these celebrities, they always talk about tell this goddamn lot. And, uh, and, and I'm not, <laughs> I gotta say this day, like Steve Harvey, the, uh, uh, uh what's his name? Tyler Perry. Um, well, I was homeless. I was sleeping in my car and this and that, but then you'll find out though, they were affiliated and they came up the way they're at now, but you'll find now a lot of this is a fucking lie. The reason they came up is because of what they was affiliated with. And they tell this from the bottom, like the rappers say from the bottom to the top. Now I'm here. They tell you this sob ass story 
to just to make you think that you can do it too with hard work and so and so. And this is why they really do it. If you work hard, you can do this here. You can do it too. Not telling you that, hey, like they said, man, there's a hidden hand behind them that actually helped them. And it was certain things they were affiliated with that actually catapult them to where the hell they are today. It wasn't just they weren't just sleeping in their car. They was homeless. No, that's just a sob story to make you think that, hey, man, they were down and out on their luck. They just worked hard. They got it. No, not a hell they wasn't. It's a lot of shit is because of their affiliations, what they are affiliated with, how they got to where they are. And this is what a lot of this shit they're not being truthful with. Because, like I said, that's why a lot of the guys, they join some of these groups to be able to get that prestige and that power. You want to be able to join. Um, it's one of those groups. I think the, um, God damn the capitals. They say most of them become, I want to say doctors or something like that. So it's a lot of crazy shit, man. But like, you know, so even when we looking at it again, it kind of even going back to the top. I know we just, we just all over this place today, man. But even with this whole thing about Dr. King, the dream, and I really want to take it off Dr. King because again, that speech we know that was written by Baden Rusted, a homosexual. So what was the fucking dream? What really was that dream about? Uh-huh. But we ain't going to get into that. But so that whole dream is that I, I, I just look at, man. <laughs> and like I said, in later days of Dr. King, he changed up. Hey, uh, Rustin was going with James Bond. Yeah, I've heard he, I heard he was a homosexual, too. Yeah. A, yeah, they both look like homosexual. Hey, I don't mean, I ain't no homosexual either, but that was a ugly little homosexual motherfucker there, boy. Excuse my French, y'all. God damn. I don't know what the woman or dude wanted that ugly motherfucker. God damn. Excuse my French, y'all. Yeah, look, you, you had that nose them damn fucked up teeth. Look like a little alien or fucking. Yeah, yeah, like a guy. Damn. <laughs> shit. Maybe that's why he went gay because then no goddamn woman want his ugly ass. Excuse my French, y'all. I'm bad, y'all. My bad. What gay dude want him? Because some gay dude <laughs> wouldn't want that dude. That's an ugly motherfucker, boy. I can't even look at a YouTube video. That ugly motherfucker. That's Jack. I know we talk, we I know the man did, y'all. My bad, my bad. But God. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. His smile even was fucked up. <laughs> that shit there. Then we we going to hell for that one day. We going to hell, baby. <laughs> no, we ain't. That nigga, that nigga ain't. We're looking like the little alien on Star Trek. That's it. Yeah, nah. His ass is like Shrek. <laughs> you remember, uh, 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 uh what's it? Lou Gossett Jr. playing that movie, Enemy Mind. That motherfucker, he looked worse than that little motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, you're going to get us in trouble, man. You're going to get us in trouble. School is most high. My bad, my bad. We're going to get in trouble. <laughs> but we don't believe, we don't go with the concept of hell like the Christians do. So we go. That little comb back. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> that you gonna get in trouble. That you gonna stop that thing. But uh, man, let me see. I want to read something right fast, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dr. King said in this book, man, that damn horn, man, is driving me crazy. That shit drive me up. Uh, read something from Dr. King right fast. Uh, excerpt. Well, I might read two excerpts from this book right fast. 
It's called What Do We Go From Here from Chaos Oil Community. And I said, I bought this book at, well, no, I didn't buy it at the 50th anniversary. Uh, they mentioned it, uh, Roland Martin sellout ass. You talking about a boule member there? That, that sellout ass, Nick Rowe. I didn't even know Dr. King had written any books. Um, but he he talked about this one, and I actually found it at the um, uh, when they had the African April Festival. I actually found this book here. They was a uh, vendor was selling it, but uh, Dr. King mentioned something right here. He says, second, black power in its broad and positive meaning is a call to black people to amass the political and economic strength to achieve their legitimate goals. No one can deny that the Negro is in dire need of this kind of legitimate power. Indeed, one of the greatest, the great problems that the Negro confront is his lack of power. That's Dr. King, and he's going into a lot deeper than this. And then here's another one, yeah? So even Dr. King said the Negro, as he says, man, one of the great problems is the Negro uh confront the lack of power yes sir but he was going in talking about how they you know the slogan in one chapter of this he was talking about how that uh whole slogan came up about the uh the term black power black power and he was saying that that title was even i was reading it earlier he was saying that even uh came before stokely carmichael who's supposed to made it uh uh famous as he said but that was somebody else who was using that but not in the in, in, in that whole sense that uh stokely carmichael then was trying to say it but anyway uh here's another excerpt right fast he says if a man inserts that another man um because of his race is not good enough to have a job equal to his or to eat at a lunch counter next to him, or to have access to certain hotels, or to attend school with him, or to live next door to him. He is, by implication, affirming that that man does not deserve to exist. He does not deserve to exist because his existence is corrupt and defective. Racism is a philosophy based on a contempt for life. It is the arrogant assertion that one race is the center of value and object of devotion before which other races must kneel in submission. Yes, sir. But what did other part go? But he was saying, he said, hey, go back to this part, but he was saying, da, 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 da. he says he does not deserve to exist because his existence is corrupt and defective and this is primarily how they i guess they felt about us this is words from dr king right here right he said racism is a philosophy based on a contempt of life and you know they really didn't <clears throat> feel that like i said we had we should be equal to them and they didn't they, they didn't want us to live the negro and we know a lot of it they hung us and killed our brothers and sisters because shit they felt that these negroes they don't deserve to live these niggas don't shouldn't live you know they're not equal to us and you know a lot of other stuff let me see was it another one uh i don't think following the civil war millions okay i'm just don't know what this is right here i got to highlight it i guess no nah, i ain't gonna read that one but yeah <clears throat> uh i had some stuff i was trying to look up but yeah man you know do black people just just look at themselves as as, as being a damn day? That's an ugly scam, but he didn't break my goddamn phone. Look at that glass dude that right there. <laughs> yeah, you, 
You know, I was fucking with you. Yeah. Brown. Damn. Yes, sir. That's an ugly joke of that, Jeff. We got eight minutes live left in the show. We're going to probably go a little over a little bit. Yeah. And uh, like, we're not going to do the whole not whole long hours anymore, man, because we want to, you know, make it pleasant, easy for everybody to listen to instead of five hours and stuff like that. So we'll do the regular two hours live and maybe go into the overtime. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really have any too many more clips tonight. I didn't put too many. Um but yeah, man, you know, tomorrow, like I said, you know, I don't know if it's going to be, well, it might be a lot of festivities going on because, you know, they got COVID now. So um, I know the Civil Rights Museum used to be on pack, but I don't know, the COVID kind of um, messed it up last year, uh, you know, trying to get in there. People had to have appointments to get in and all of that type of stuff to try to get in there. Um, they had the Grizzlies game, annual um game you know for the, for the silver dr king saying they usually they usually lose every goddamn game too that'd be a trip is uh, uh every game when a dr king thing they usually lose they always play chicago bulls so but maybe they'll win this time but that's really important so now i'm not going down there though but I'm, i don't think i'm even get out this year and try to go i usually try to go down either to the civil rights museum um can't go to goddamn game because you got to have vaccine as they say, damn their passport, pool, you've been vaccinated and all that shit. I ain't got, I ain't fuck all that. I'll have front row seats at the house. But yeah, I hadn't been, um, I hadn't been to the Civil Rights Museum in a minute. And that's one thing about it too, you know, the, the Europeans own the goddamn Civil Rights Museums and shit. So, and it's crazy, man, today that they tried to give the opportunity for the black people in this city to buy or black leaders or whatnot to even buy the civil rights museum and take it over. Don't you know, they didn't want to do it. They didn't even take the mother sucker over and buy it. They still got people to buy it. Go ahead, brother. They got one in DC. uh, That's been there for years called the Smithsonian. And that's owned by white folks. And Damn. they and they had they took they actually had it some years ago. I ain't been to DC in years, but the last time I went to DC, Smithsonian had Nat Turner's original original Bible. They said that mm. his family donated his Bible that he preached out of to Smithsonian um, in DC and and. From what somebody told me that went up there recently, they said that the Smithsonian it has their African American museum. They moved it down the street from it, and I was just like, "What the hell?" But yeah, they said, but they said they got their own little. I guess the, it's white folks that still own it, but it's outside. It's like a little further down the street from it, so from the the white museum but yeah a lot of the <coughs> a lot of the black museums <coughs> a lot of the stuff a lot of um a lot of the stuff that you see in a lot of the black museums that was you know donated like they have it so where you know they were donated but it's by black families who were related to a lot of these people, but the mu- they make sure that the museums is owned 
or white folks have a hand in it. Just like Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, a lot of people don't know, but his his Bible is actually was donated to a white museum. A lot of people don't know that. Like they said, they try to act like Obama had dad gave Obama his Martin Luther King Bible, but that's not Martin Luther King's main Bible he preached out of. That's one of his ones that he left on the table of his house. And it is is crazy because the one that he actually took everywhere with him was donated to white people. Yeah, they they said was donated to white people and to a white museum, man. It's a shame. But the one that he had at his house, they gave that to Obama, the President Obama. Yeah. Yes, now check this out. Uh Check this out. Uh, I, I got this book. <clears throat> it's called African American History. It has a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff in here. And I'm looking at some stuff. And we you mentioned about the Klan earlier. This I'm, I, I came across this page. Um, and it's talking about the Klan. And take this part out. Now it said the Klan and similar societies were neither well organized nor unified. However, they did re- reduce support for the Republican Party and helped to eliminate its leaders. Um, that's just one part here. Now, but here's what it gets. It says the Klan was especially no, hold up, no, not there. Let me see here. Okay, they beat and killed hundreds of black people and many white people. Black churches and schools were burned. Republican leaders were routinely threatened and often killed. Now, and I'm looking at another part. They showing when you talk about the uh, day how the um this book they showing how the Klan used to have their masks on and their hoods and stuff. And it was saying the Klansmen of the Reconstruction era, like these two men in Alabama in 1868, were well armed, disguised, and prepared to intimidate white and black Republicans. Damn. Yeah. That's what it's saying. But see, again, like I said, we look at the history, not trying to make y'all become Republicans. Let me make sure I say that for the goddamn record. But again, so we're talking about how we're being orchestrated and made to believe again, since we setting the record straight and throwing some out here, that um that certain party always been on our side, right? And this other particular group has always been the so-called enemy. And you're wondering why, again, as so-called blacks in America, you keep getting, I don't know, I'm finna say the short end of the stick. You ain't even grabbing the goddamn stick. They ain't even getting you the, the, a grip of the stick. They ain't letting you touch the goddamn stick. Because, again, the same party who hated you did shit to torture, intimidate you of the same fucking people that you're running out here supporting your support on again, but I'm not telling y'all to go ahead and vote for nobody else. I'm just not telling y'all, but I'm just trying to show you the game that's being played upon you. 90 seconds. We got 90 seconds. We're going in overtime. So by these same goddamn people, these same people who was always didn't want you to be free in the first place, who didn't want who who put the Jim Crow laws on you, who put the black codes on you, same fucking people. Same, like they was talking about the Klan. Same people. Same people. And while Joe Biden still calling people boys and shit, calling black men boys to every day. 
and 60 seconds he got the Republicans were being intimidated. Damn. That's 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 kind of huh, ain't that that's kind of ain't that when we seen when the era of Trump then the Democrats intimidate him too. Now they still talk about impeaching and these patriots that we talked about stormed the fucking White House because why? We're talking about the European patriots who stormed the White House because they see, as they see, their country being ran by tyrannical or uh, tyranny. I say that, y'all. Y'all know I can't get that other word out. They feel that their country is under tyranny. So they kind of said, look, we're going to take back our fucking country, which that's in their constitution to tell them they have the right to do. So when they're seeing this happen, Ten as Cory Booker even told them to do, when Cory Booker told them, the Democrats, y'all need to go to the Capitol and get all in these people's face. So when the other party, seeing that these things were being uh, uh, like it was being a government takeover and it was being uh, to be overran by these tyrannical people, these patriots decided, like, look, we're going to go to this goddamn Capitol. We finna go to this motherfucking cap. We finna let these goddamn folks take over this goddamn country. That goddamn easy. And now they all get labeled as domestic terrorists. When Cory Booker told the Democrats to do the same shit. You need to go to the Capitol building and get all up in their face. But he was telling them about the Republicans to do that. And, uh-oh, Auntie Maxine said the same shit. When you see them Trump supporters get all up in their face, she said the same shit. Intimidation, as as the Democrats would say, terrorize them, scare the shit out of them, terrorize them. But when the shoe was on the other foot, no, you can't do that. But when we see tyranny and you try to stop tyranny, you better not do that. It's just the same thing as black people try to take up arms and to defend themselves against racist white people today. You can't do that. They're going to start crying. Oh, man, they, they trying to take up guns. You know, we, you know, they're going to cry. What is it? Cry wolf. Then they're going to start crying. But you can do it to come terror. You can use the same guns to come terrorize us. But we take up arms to defend ourselves. We in the fucking wrong. And this is what your neighborhood Democrats have been doing for a long motherfucking time. The same ones that burn crosses in front of y'all houses. Uh, our ancestors back in the days burned the crosses in front of your houses and then have nerve to burn down the churches. They weren't enough for them to burn down the, the houses, your regular living quarters. They came and burned down your churches where you would went to with, with back in the days. Now, churches were instrumental in the community and galvanizing black people to come together for different causes. Right either for freedom marches and freedom rides and all of these type of things. That's what the church used to do. So they come burn down the churches. Not only burn the cross in the yard, but they come burn down the churches. Now these same goddamn Democrats, now when it's political politics time, what do they do? They come to your church and politics in your church. They can't, they don't burn them down no more. They just come in there in your church and tell you a bunch of goddamn lies now. And they really burn down your mind instead of burn down the church. They burning down your thought process and your mind. Go ahead, Chief. <laughs> and, and you know, when Obama was running for president, first thing he did was he said his pastor, even though he, you you notice Obama was a Muslim. A lot of people ain't know that shit. He was a Sunni Muslim. 
Obama was not no Christian. I'm tired of y'all black people talking about so he sung Amazing Grace oh, and shit. all that shit. He was a Muslim. He was born and raised a Muslim, prayed. He even said in that interview that he won't somebody, I forgot who it was, that ran up against him, talk about his Muslim faith. Yep. Yeah. So did. I but, remember that. But, but, but guess what? When, but guess what? He did. He won the black vote. He went joint. What's his name? Jeremiah Wright, his homosexual self. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, because he's, he, he's a damn flaming sissy, if you ask me. He's a, always talk all that fake pro black shit. And he's another one. <coughs> Tlaki, he's another one. <coughs> he was a, uh, say he was a member of uh, the Nation of Islam back when Elijah Muhammad was alive. Who, Jeremiah Wright? And it's, yeah, and it's crazy because he actually lied because he was really a member of Warf Dean Moss. Damn. He wasn't a member. He, he he tried to lie and try to make himself sound conscious. Oh yeah, I was a member of the nation back in the sixties and shit. And they said he wasn't even no member back then. They said he actually joined when Warf Dean was uh, uh had the Balalian news and he turned the nation white. Yeah. So Damn. yeah. So jerk. Jeremiah Wright is another fake ass fucking talking about he he was uh uh yeah 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 I, I I'm all that pro black fake shit he was preaching and you notice he only did that shit when Obama was running for president yeah he, he cut he because he cuts all that shit off he ain't pro black like that Jeremiah Wright he always all of a sudden, when when he ran, when homeboy ran present, all of a sudden he started to wear dashikis and kufis, and you seen this old nigga with a little uh, uh, uh wearing a little uh, uh, kufi, all of a sudden trying to sing some sounds of blackness, like he was uh <laughs> trying to make himself look like a conscious Christian. Knowing that's some bullshit. Teaching black liberation yeah. theology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he started singing uh Sam Cook at his church. Uh huh. I I I'm on one Sunday he started singing uh Sounds of Blackness. Uh was it Harbourly? And I'm like, how the fuck can you sing some Sounds of Blackness? And Sounds of Blackness <coughs> When they was doing that shit, it was when Christian back when gospel people ain't even want to have shit to do with all that. Cause sounds of blackness, what I can speak on their behalf on something, because I grew up, you know, and I remember when sounds of blackness, cause they go back to the sixties and the seventies, and sounds of blackness was doing that pro-black, was pro-black and wearing kente back in the 70s and the 60s. 
And a lot of the gospel uh, groups, they shunned on that. Because they was the only ones saying Jesus was black and all that. A lot of Christians didn't want to say that back, mm. you know. But they were one of the gospel groups that was about that. But, you know, but yeah, they used to shun on the sound of blackness for being like that back in the day. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man, that's so great. Man, yeah, I'm just going through this book, looking at a lot of stuff. But you talk about Obama, and I've seen Obama in his book, that African-American history, <laughs> showing Obama. Yeah, but old Jeremiah, right? Yeah, because he started talking about he teaching black liberation theology and all of this type of stuff. And like you said, they was teaching this LGBT stuff up in there. I didn't know, you know, know nothing about them, but they was teaching all of that up in the church and all that shit, too. But yeah, man, it's is brother. I tell you, man, it's Malcolm. Let me. I got to do this here. I got to do this. Oh, I say it. I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us spread. Run on up. This is what he does. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You right on that, brother Mac. Those words will stand true forever and ever and ever. Man, we have been bamboozled, led astray, and run amok for sure. We don't know which way. What do we don't know? Like I said, like Richard Pryor, we don't know which way is up. We don't know which goddamn way is what, man. Because you know, it's again, man. You know, it, 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 just seeing again, so-called black people in this country. Damn, I'm looking at this boot. They got Farrakhan in here, brother. <laughs> Nation of Islam. Yeah, but oh, uh, oh hell. Yes, sir. It's the old Farrakhan and the black Muslims. But yeah, man, uh, Richard Richard Gates, Louis Henry Gates, I mean, Skippy Gates. But um, it's like, man, you know, the charades, like, that's why we say, man, again, you know, we wondering why we hadn't came together, the people, man, because, like, you know, we don't understand, you know, it's, it's, it's a big game that's been played upon us, man. Um that you know we just really don't see and it's basically man to the, the point i let me get to i'm rambling a little bit is you're gonna have to you do shit on you for yourself you're gonna have to do shit for you and your immediate family alone the hell with all that fucking talking about uniting and getting shit because everybody is not going for the same goals all of us as elijah muhammad said 22 million negroes up from slavery we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't see, we don't have the same values. We don't, we're not striving for the same thing. You know, you might be going, trying to get this. You might be striving for this. You might be doing that. And it's like, hell, all of us don't, we don't drive the same kind of cars. Those who drive, we don't like all the same type of food. Some people, like you said, brothers, like you were saying about the food, some people vegan, some people vegetarian, some people eat meat, some people, you know, they eat any goddamn thing. Uh, so we're not all the same and we're all looking for certain different things and everybody's like the opportunities as they say america says you have an opportunity everybody see the opportunity very different 22 million people black people are not going to see the same opportunity they're going to strive for the same opportunities some people man they'll sell out to get any goddamn just to, to get any damn thing and just to be fame some people like Hey man, I am not um, giving over my morals. I am not selling out for no apparent reason at all. 
I'm sticking to my goddamn to my goals. I'm sticking to this. I ain't going. I'm not assimilating. The hell with y'all. Some people are like, man, the hell with this shit. You know, then hell, I gotta get mine, dog. You know, if I gotta cross your ass out to get it, I will. So, you know, it's basically, man, and and that's the that's the thing that we really need to start paying attention to, man. It's like, you know, we've been we've been given smoking mirrors, we've been played upon emotionally with a lot of shit. I don't give a goddamn who it is, y'all. But the, we know whether you say the Black Panthers might get ridiculed for this. Fuck it, if it's the Black Panthers, but you'll find out they had a lot of affiliation fucking with white women and Asian folks and all type of shit behind the scenes. Like we say, Elijah Muhammad. I know I quoted Elijah Muhammad, but hey, Elijah Muhammad with getting back no deal with white folks, uh, 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 HL Hunt and all this type of shit. Talk bad about white folks, he the devil, but you taking goddamn millions of dollars from them white folks. Malcolm had to tell y'all that. So it's a lot of shit, man. We get some feel-good shit by a lot of these so-called leaders and teachers just to play with our emotions, like 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 Chris Tucker said, quit playing with my, now, uh, what's his name, Big Worm, said quit playing with my emotions, Smokey. So a lot of people, we get our, well, you're allowed to let people play with your emotion. And you really never see when you look at the outcome, it gets you hyped up. Black power, we going, we ain't, let's bang on, like said it, that bang on the beast, but he ain't hit the beast in the motherfucking eye yet. He ain't hit him in the jaw. He ain't did shit, but talk a whole bunch of shit on the motherfucking videos. But he said, let's bang on the beast. Bang how, dog? You know, you know, I ain't going to get in that, but. <laughs> well, how's you banging on the beach? You know, you ain't doing nothing like no, no other than some other people do talking about the history. You, you, you the general, right? You the general. Uh, thy generals be a part of an army who ready to fucking go to war when it's time to go to war. I thought that's what a general and a soldier and all them were. Well, that was military names. I thought that's what they did, right? I thought they was that. That was they were about. Having an army who's ready to fucking physically go to fucking war. You think General, goddammit, uh, uh, Gaddafi, no, he was Colonel, Colonel Gaddafi, them motherfuckers was ready to go to the war. General Saddam Hussein, whatever his fucking ranking was, these motherfuckers was going to war. And I'm not saying I, I support terrorism, government. I know y'all motherfuckers here, they're like, well, this motherfucker naming a whole bunch of goddamn terrorists. <laughs> but we just giving out motherfucking names. Colin Powell, well, he's, he was in the military. Peace to Golden Powell. May the peace and blood be upon Golden Powell. These generals, these people were, were, were warriors. They was in military tactics. You taking all these fucking names and you ain't going to war with nobody. Well, you just said you're going to war with, with information. And the people y'all going to war with said it up other black people. Black people. You're banging on the Hebrews. You're banging on the Muslim brothers, black Muslim brother, you're banging on the Moors, you're banging on other black. What kind of fucking general are you? But you talk about you being oppressed by the white man, but you banging on, you ain't banging on the fucking white man, you banging on your brother, your so-called brother, the one who's been oppressed. Like, see, that's that's the game, y'all. But you say you're being oppressed by the fucking white man, but the people you banging on is the people who oppress just like you. They might be under a different, you know, spiritual tradition. They might, like I said, we might say that, well, we Israelites, we Muslims, a black Muslims, as they would say, we Moors, we this, we that, and you banging on us. But we the same goddamn people that's been oppressed by the same people 
that you're being oppressed, but you fucking with us. Why you ain't banging on? Why you not trying to collaborate with us and bang on the motherfucker who got all us fucked up? That's what I'd be tripping off of. If you're going to bang on the beast, I ain't the fucking beast. I'm doing just like you. I'm exposing the beast. I'm trying to warn out people who the fucking beast is. I'm not talking about me per se, but I'm just using this analogy. Why are you fucking with me, dog? Shouldn't we be trying to come together and, and stop this motherfucking beast? But this is what they do. This is what a lot of these cats are doing. It's like you got a lot of these Black Panther groups that's out here. They do more fucking fighting with each other. They're about Black power. But the power that they have is banging on each other, beating each other's ass, whooping on each other in the streets. Or another brother who may be not in the Black Panther party, but he won whooping their ass. See, that's the kind of crazy shit that I be tripping off of. That's why I, 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 I had got to the point well, I stopped like want to be a part of that shit, man, and and just looked at it, man. It's all a fucking pipe dream. It's all smoking fucking mirrors. It's all fucking smoking mirrors. All of this time we've been talking about the white man, the enemy, and he's doing this, and we have, you know, all these black militant groups, and this motherfucker is still in charge, and we still hollering the same shit. We still hollering and screaming the same shit. We got to get rid of the bees and this, that, and another. God damn. When are we going to – listen, how long are we going to practice? A football team, a basketball team, they practice, they prepare, they study tapes, strategize, study the, 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 the tapes of other their opponents, other teams. Like right now you got football season, preseason, that they'll probably already played, whoever don't play I think Pittsburgh are playing somebody now. They studied the tapes last week and all of this shit or the team, whoever they playing last week, whatever, to prepare for this game. Now they playing the game. We've been studying the tapes and videos and talking about these same goddamn people for all a hell of a long time. So when are we going to get on the fucking field and play the game? That mean because the game going to be played for, for it to be a winner. To be a winner, somebody gonna have to come out as a winner. So when are we gonna just keep on fucking marching and guns and shit walking down the street? Black power with your goddamn guns. Listen, I call it showing the fuck out. You don't see nobody else walking down the street. White folks, Chinese folks, now another goddamn folk walking down the street with their goddamn artillery, hollering about white power, Chinese power. Jew. I, I, I was even reading this in the book a few minutes ago. What Dr. King was saying about you don't see when he was talking about the word black power. He was saying how you know with Stokely Carmichael, I was talking about earlier. He said, You don't see Jews going down the, you don't see Jews running around uh uh with using the slogan Jewish power. They just galvanize and sh- show their power politically, economically, all kind of shit. They show forth their power by the things they do. It ain't nothing to that you just, you scream and holler. It ain't nothing you just scream and holler. Like I said, you know, and we we say that the so-called Jews run every, basically damn near everything, basically we would say, especially the financial system. We would say the financial institutions. But they ain't running around here. White Jewish, well, Jewish power. 
We got all the motherfucking money. We're Jewish power. No, have a motherfucker. We don't even know who these motherfuckers are. We didn't never know who they were. You didn't really know too much about the Rothschilds and you know what their financial running the financial systems. They don't holler that shit. They just do it. They just do it. They just got you guessing. You we might say it's the Rothschilds. We like we do we really know who who's running the financial systems? There's some things that's been said. They ain't telling you shit. They just got the power to do it. Like we're saying, George Soros got the power, the financial power to put money behind groups like we say Black Lives Matter and all of these other groups out here. Change.org, put money on them and make people get out here and do all kind of protesting, tan up shit just for money. That motherfucker got the power. But Gene, he ain't hollering. You don't see this motherfucker out here. You, you, the only way you see his face is somebody posted up out there and said, well, George Soros the responsible. He's the motherfucker responsible for Black Lives Matter. That motherfucker ain't saying, see, I got the power. I'm in power. I created Black Lives Matter to make them do this shit they doing. Nigga, I got power. They don't see that shit. Them motherfuckers that sit behind the scenes and let their money go to work. That's the real motherfucking power. It's even not the king talked about power economically, political power. That's it. As I was talking about earlier, political power, that if we want something, you want to, like, and I remember Dr. York, um, when he had the land of in Georgia, Tamaray, and they were um, constantly, I'm going to say constantly getting in trouble, I'm going to say that, uh, zoning and permitting um, for building stuff without permits and zoning violations. And these things are happening, you know, even though you got your land, but even if you got your own land, they want you to have a permit to build a shed or a two shed or a greenhouse on your own so-called property. Well, you didn't pull a permit. You know, that's against code and all this old shit. And certain things you might have to look. Look at man, look here, bro. Code, man, look at code enforcement. Look here, bro. Man, look. I'm trying to build this motherfucking greenhouse, man, so I can, man, have some vegetables and fruit and vegetables, man, so I can feed my my people in the community, man. Y'all sweating me about this bullshit. I'm trying to feed the people, bro. I ain't out here trying to, man, be no terrorists. I ain't trying to make no goddamn bomb sheds and shit like that. No, yeah, come on, bro. I'm trying to help the people out here, man. You see them homeless people sitting out on the corner, bro? I'm trying to build this here, man, so I can help those people, bro. Look here, dog. I'm trying to get this permit, man. Look. I know this off the record. I know y'all call this shit bribery or whatever, man. But, you know, hey, bro, look, I heard about you, man. I ain't going to tell nobody, but I heard a little something, something about you, man. Look at here, bro. I know your family need a little something. Uh, look at here. Put this in your pocket, bro. Man, help me out, bro. Let me get this goddamn permit, bro. I'm trying to help these folks out, man. You about helping the people. You say, you, you like, you're a politician. You, you're alderman, whatever. You say you campaign to help the people. You're about the people, bro. Look at here. Put this in your pocket, bro. Help me get this permit so I can truly help the people. You can put shit. You can say you. You can say, man. Look, put your name on the motherfucker. You can get the goddamn credit. I don't give a fuck. All I want to do is help the people. You can come out in a campaign or whatever, man. In a, 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 a news, uh, what you call that goddamn conference, and you can say, man, look, here. Well, me, I, I, I got with a couple of you know uh, business people, and we put together this project to help the homeless people in society. I don't give a goddamn, bro, about no credit. All I'm trying to do is help the people, bro. 
Look here, man. I put put some money behind you, brother. Just look. Help me get this here, man. I'm trying to achieve some shit, bro. This is what we got to do, man. We can't keep letting everybody else come in this mother sucker, man, and get and get ahead of us. That's what I was talking about playing the game. And I know, again, like we said, some, uh, what was it, Proverbs, I keep saying this the wrong thing, said, uh, envy not your presence and choose not his ways. I'm not envying my presence to be like, I'm trying to look, look, we're trying to stop our fucking oppressors. I'm trying to be like him, we're trying to stop his game. Get ahead of the motherfucking game. That's what they do. When they see you trying to get ahead, what they do? They do shit to, to jump ahead of you. They'll send a Negro out there, a Negro politician, a Negro preacher. Pay them a little, pay them a little some, some to get to keep your ass in check. So the game you got to be played, you got to be man, you got to beat them at their own game. Sometimes you got to get dirty with the shit. Sometimes I remember Dr. York used to say this shit, man. I ain't gonna say shit, but Dr. York used to say this, man, and it's true. And he said that we are created even when you read the the the, the tanakh or or the torah in genesis by the sheaf when it talked about that that the tree of good and evil and they learned that they had uh the knowledge of good and evil like you just say man we all created in us <laughs> this thing called agreeable and disagreeableness we all have this in our nature agreeable and disagreeable but it just sometimes when you tap in now you might try to be a righteous person a righteous being but somebody piss you off and do something to you sometime that agreeable nature come out of you and you might you you might be a humble brother yes sir my sister yes sir my brother so and so my sister so and so my brother you always humble that's a humble humble brother but when you push that person you push that person to a point they gonna go off on your mother. Then I tell you, get out of my mother so and so face. Like, God damn. <laughs> That's what you say. You might say that disagreeable. God damn. Don't piss that brother off. Shit. He slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the point. You have to let that shit out of you, that agreeable side, that disagreeable side come up out of you. So sometimes we got to get on it, but we got to, we got to let it out sometime, man. But when it's against another disagreeable being you you gotta like they said man even steven even steven and because some people that's all they know that's the only thing they respect when you would say get on so that was the rapper i forget who it was uh get on my ladder song said get on my level get on my level sometimes they tell you don't but sometimes you really have to get on a motherfucker level to make them back the fuck up off of you Excuse me, y'all, by my profanity, but sometimes you got to get on a mother because that's the only way they're going to understand. That's the only thing they understand. You get on a level to get them up off your ass. No homo. But you get them to get up off of you, man. Bag the hell up. Other than that, because people that take advantage, we already know of humble people, mild-mannered, and things of that nature. So, man, even when they take advantage of it because we are people, we just want to go along to get along. So you got to get on their level. Get on their level. You know, and get them up off of you. But, um, like I said, man, we ain't going to hold it long. We're going to get ready to get the hell up out of here, man. Tonight, uh, it's Gosh, cold. But go ahead, brother. Go ahead. You can take us on out of here, brother. You won't. Well, one more thing I, I am going to say also Take us out, about, about all this too. Even when you're looking at 
the uh, and I should have brought this out earlier with the KKK. Yes, sir. They said they used to lynch black people, right? Yes, sir. If you look at the Masonic initiation, when you look it up, don't they say they got to put a rope around their neck? Damn. <laughs> yes, sir. Two chains. The rapper Two Chains. Yeah, no, they call the rope the cable toe or something like that. Yes, sir. Sure do, brother. God damn. And, 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 yep. Yeah. So I I just wanted to put that in there in the Quran. Oh, got a, a a a sword called cable toe. Yep. Yep. I'm trying to find. So, something. Uh, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I'm trying to. You you get me. You got me looking at something right fast. I, now, I can find it for you. You know, I'll be on the Quran. <laughs> now, nah, it, it was some, man. You yeah. know, you speaking of the cable talk. Goddamn, you got me choking. I don't know. My wife said she saw this on YouTube. I mean, on Facebook. Uh, I can't find it, man. Uh, uh, Tyler Perry, they were saying that. Now, somebody posted up and said Tyler Perry had a new... I don't know. Somebody might have been lying. I'm trying to look for it. But he had a line of neckties that was out that looked like nooses. I'm trying to find that shit, man. Because she showed it to me. I'm like, what the hell? There was some guys with a necktie on. They looked like nooses. And somebody posted and said that was Tyler Perry shit. I'm trying to find it, man. I can't even find that shit. But that was funny, man. You said that. I'm trying to find it. I can't even pull it up. But that's why I was just going with day. That was that was and and go uh, ahead, brother. I'm gonna read my mic while you do that. That's uh Sura tw- uh seventeen and twenty-nine. It says it says uh right here, it says and one of the uh and the use of Ali translation of the Quran. Surah for all you Muslims, cause I know how y'all say they like eat that for the Muslims. I know y'all always cause we know the Arabs, they had their biggest hand in the fucking slave trade. We know that shit. Them Arabs, they still got slavery till this day. Uh Surah 17 and 29. It says, make not thy hand tied like a Negards to thy neck, mm. nor stretch it forth to its utmost reach, so that thou become blameworthy and destitute. But when they talk about that, they're talking about the rope. A lot of a lot of a lot of them don't know. That's what that's what they mean. The rope. So yeah, that that's 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 why I try to tell y'all about that. And they even got a um a surah in the Quran called the cable tie. And I'm trying to find it now too, because I know I seen I think it's the cable tie. Surah cable tie. I want and I mean it's pretty much, you know, it's pretty much the rope. You can't beat around that shit, you know. Uh, where's that damn? I want to say it's the... 
uh, keyboard to to. to uh, right here. But but I'll find it though. But that's one Sorat too. too. But uh, they have one in Sorat three verse one oh three. Oh, here we go. It is it, uh, Sorat three verse one oh three, and uh, it talks about holding fast by the rope. So yeah, it goes into that also again. Um. So, yeah, pretty much it goes into it, though, about the rope. And that's pretty much where the, the Masons get a, uh, the, the rope, uh, the their, uh, thing for initiating brothers and uh, what do you call it, putting a rope around their neck. That's where they get it from. They got it out the Quran. So, yeah. Mm. So even when those lynching brothers back in the day, <clears throat> they got all that from the Quran. Damn, yep. that's crazy. Yeah, and yes, sir, brothers and sisters, and also family. Don't forget, you can go and check out brother uh, the chief rabbi David Israel's uh, Shabbat class from uh, yesterday, or yeah, we say yesterday, uh, called the leadership for today's battle. Leadership for today's battle, man. Go ahead and check that out, Shabbat class out with brother was going in. I ain't breaking it down. You can all folks find that. We can find it right here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, actually, you find it on here on Blog Talk Radio and on Talk Shoe. We did it on the Liberation Tabernacle of Yah Ministry Show. Uh, but it's also right, like I said, right here on Blog Talk. And uh, for those of you Talk Shoe listeners, you know, out here because we don't culture freedom Talk Shoe because we simulcasting now. So but you can find it over your talk. Everybody follow us on Talk Shoe. You can find it right there on the Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. And uh, like I said, Blog Talk, you can find it here and follow us on iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasting Store, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, however you find or listen to your uh, various podcasts. And uh, you can find Culture Freedom Radio Network on majority of all those major podcasting sites. And also Liberation Tabernacle of Yah for our Tanakh classes and things we might go into. Um, things that's happening, current events, desperate, and we break it down from the Tanakh and show how all of these things are related. So, yeah, check us out, sisters and brothers, um, right there on those various outlets. And one other thing, right? I'm going to do this here. I got to do it in Dr. King. Two minutes, two minutes, Dr. King, right here. I come here tonight and plead with you. Believe in yourself and believe that you're somebody. I said to a group last night, nobody else can do this for us. No document can do this for us. No Lincolnian Emancipation Proclamation can do this for us. No Kennesonian or Johnsonian Civil Rights Bill can do this for us. If the Negro is to be free, he must move down into the inner resources of his own soul and sign with a pen and ink of self-assertive manhood his own emancipation proclamation. (laughs) 
Don't let anybody take your manhood. Be proud of our heritage. As somebody said earlier tonight, we don't have anything to be ashamed of. Somebody told a lie one day. They couched it in language. They made everything black, ugly, and evil. Look in your dictionary and see the synonyms of the word black. It's always something degrading and low and sinister. Look at the word white. It's always something pure, high, and clean. But I want to get the language right tonight. I want to get the language so right that everybody here will cry out, Yes, I'm black. I'm proud of it. I'm black and beautiful. Dr. King, Dr. King, it ain't to sell out, Dr. King, y'all say sell out, no, sir, he's telling you like it, T.I. is, man, yes, sir, be proud of who you are, you ain't got to lighten your skin so you can get in, man, be proud of who you are as the creator have created you, man, you ain't got to get no Botox, you ain't got to get no ass shots, you ain't got to get none of that, be proud of who you are, because that's who you are. So you are be proud of it, man. So yes, sir, brothers and sisters, we thank y'all for tuning in right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network on behalf of the Chief Rabbi David Israel up in his house and myself, Moray Ariah Israel. Man, we thank y'all for always tuning in with us and sharing in this, uh, you know, with us tonight. Hope we said some things, man, that provoke thought. Yes, sir. Hope we said some things that will provoke thought for you out there like i said man keep your head up and keep on stay in the fight man stay in the fight whatever your fight may be hey stay in the fight if it's just fighting for your family alone hey man it is what it is but hey man don't sell out like Khalid abdul muhammad dr Khalid abdul muhammad said hey man no sell out no compromise none of that y'all none of that right there so we see y'all on next time, man. We out. Like I said, don't forget to check out all our different podcasts right here where the two we have. Coach of Freedom Radio Network, most definitely always in this house, and the Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. We're going to keep on doing what we got to do, man. So we're going to, what oh, they say, man, we're going to wrap this thing till the wheels fall off. And we ain't hoping it ain't going to fall off too goddamn fast, man, because we got some mechanics in the house working on it, man. So, uh, um, yeah, so shalom, shalom to you out there, my brothers and sisters out there, Israel, man, peace to y'all. And keep doing, man, keep teaching that word of y'all. Keep teaching that word of y'all because we need it, man, these times that, God damn it, that we live in. And, but you got something you want to say, uh, uh, Brother Chief? And I, that'll be my, that's my yeah, yeah, it's uh, Sword 3. It's called Al-Imram, but they consider that calling and even though it's about Abram, they say they considered that that and if you read the Malana Malana Muhammad Ali translation, yeah. it's called the rope. So the rope. yeah, I just wanna put that out there. So there's a sword there in the Quran that's called the rope. So uh yeah, yeah. but um I just wanna say shalom and uh like I said, uh, uh keep 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 on keep 
keep us in y'all prayers and I'm just glad getting over this cold. I gotta go back to work tomorrow. But yeah, keep keep us keep us on your playlist. And like I said, we 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 we'll be here every week. Every week. And we don't have nothing live. We're gonna have something posted on the Saturday for the Sabbath. So I just want to say shalom and peace and liberation tabernacle ministry, Yahweh, Culture and Radio. Peace to the Moray, uh, Ari, Israel, uh, my uh, brother minister, you know, love the brother, you know, and we gonna keep riding this thing to the wheels fall off. Shalom, shalom. <laughs> shalom. And from the last words, y'all, as Jermaine Jackson said, y'all, don't take this personal, y'all. Hey, we just in the house trying to do our job, so don't take it personal. Yes, sir. Peace. We out. season's here, folks, and you know... Hi there. Whoa, where'd you come from? April here to tell you about the tax filing software from Tax Act. Uh, seriously, were you, like, hiding behind my desk? Seriously, Tax Act makes it easy to get your maximum refund. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Switch to Tax Act today, and you can start for free. Or as we say at Radioland... Subtle. Tax Act. File for less and get more. See TaxAct.com for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.